See if you can guess which one of Owen and I got a haircut. Here, go Owen, give him a little. Yep. For uh, audio listeners, this is going to be tough. Anyway, Locked On Syracuse starts right now. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Bonaparte, Owen Valentine with you on your Friday episode. Thanks for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen every day. We're free. We're available wherever you get podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code Locked On and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Okay. Um, We're talking about Syracuse's game day. It's tomorrow, people. 5 p.m. game, which is the most insane time to have a football game. Who plays at 5 p.m.? Syracuse and Wagner. That's who in the JMA Wireless Dome. Get pumped. Get hyped. Um, This game, I won't lie, is not one of the most exciting ones on the schedule. When you look at Wagner uh, and you put them in the scope of other teams that haven't won a game in a really long time, they're still towards the bottom of even that tier of teams. Yeah. Uh, also, the exciting part, I did the the calendarial math. I don't know if calendarial is a word, but I did the it calendar math. Right. Uh, it is on game day. So tomorrow when you are packing the dome, it will have been exactly three years and three days since Wagner won its last football game, which was September 28th. Uh, 2019, a nooner in Staten Island, where Wagner hosted Long Island University and beat him 24-14. Haven't won since. Uh, they have a tough team that isn't very good. Dino Babers, though, in his press conference this week, seemed to take it seriously, which I think some people will mock him for. But, I mean, I'd rather uh, the coach take it seriously than not. Because we've yeah, seen guys, sense. we've seen teams uh, get beat this year, and I don't want to watch Syracuse get beat by the worst team ever. Uh, so far this season, Wagner is zero three. They lost week one to Fordham, week two to Rutgers, and week three to Saint Francis University. So uh, they have not had a uh, an easy go of it thus far. They come to Syracuse for week four. Syracuse looking to be five and zero. Oh. So let's start on what we do every week before a game. We'll give you what we want to see. We'll give you a question each of us have, and then we'll give you predictions, and then you get excited about the game. That's usually how this goes. Uh, so, Owen, what do you want to see? Wait, before we say anything, I, uh, I would just like to say that Owen and I made a pact before the show that we would not talk about injuries because it's the biggest cop-out answer of all time where it's like, you know, I just don't want him to get hurt, man. Easy to say. Obviously, we don't want him to get hurt. All right, now go. What do I want to see? A goose egg. A big, fat zero on the Wagner scoreboard. That is my goal. That is my priority. That is what I want to see walking out of this game. It's going to be the first shutout since the season opener in 2019, 24-0 against Liberty. If you remember, they had eight sacks in that game. It was nuts. They were a constant presence. They torched Buckshot Calvert. 
absolutely destroyed that man. Uh, a presence in the backfield nonstop. I want to see that again this game. I want to see Syracuse come out and put on a defensive clinic in this game. We know what this defense can do. Show it again. Show it how good you are, how effective you can be, uh, and let me see what's going on. I want to see them walk out of this game with a shutout. And I know that's a big ask, and it's asking a lot because of how simply you know a shutout can be put to bits and be blown up and not be a zero any longer. But I do think that should be the goal, and that should be the priority because there is that much of a talent discrepancy between these two teams, which is nuts to say when you're talking about Syracuse football. To talk about that drastic of a talent discrepancy in a football game like this is crazy, but it is so true in this case. Syracuse needs to show that, and they do show that on the defensive side with a zero on the scoreboard for Wagner. A shutout would be really cool. I think we'd That'd all be awesome. a shutout. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's Wagner. Like, I feel like the biggest like the reason that it wouldn't be is like the defense just gets tired at the end of the game and they're like, I'll ah, let him in the end zone. Who cares? Um, yeah, but hopefully but that doesn't happen. I hope that doesn't happen. And I hope you're right. I hope that is uh, something that we do see in the game. Um, all right. The thing I would like to see, and there's no excuse for this. At this point, you're playing the worst team possibly that plays football at this level or even at the level they're at one level below Syracuse in the FCS rather than the FBS. Two or less O-line penalties. I don't want to see an O-line penalty. I'm giving you two. A margin of two. You can have two. All right, Vetterello, I'm looking at you. Okay? <laughs> if I see one, I if you... How can the center have a false start? I don't get it. Okay? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Carlos, figure it out. And you too, Dakota. Figure it out, guys. Because this offensive line can no longer be... Uh, what some people are calling the soft underbelly of this team, okay? They cannot oh. be that, all right? Two or less oh. O-line penalties. I won't have it. I will not have it any further. Everybody thought, okay, it was week one. They had 18 against uh, Louisville, whatever. Yeah. And then it kept happening. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. It's happening in your own home. It's ridiculous. Yeah, true, right? You you have no crowd noise that you're dealing with in terms of the offensive side of the ball. Figure it out. Really hone in this week on, on being on the same page and really, really buying into doing everything possible on that line to all be in sync and to, to do what you're supposed to do, right? This is a relatively – this is as pressure-free of a football game as you're going to play at this level. Play as if it's a pressure-free football game and you do not have O-line penalties in pressure-free football games, especially when you are this much better than the team that you are playing. There should be no reason that you'd fall start or jump or whatever that, you know, that quick little hitch might be. Be smart. Play the game that you have shown at times you can play as an O-line and walk out of there with a strong O-line performance. I'll take it a step further. I know this is what you want to see. I'm taking over. It's going to be what Bones wants to see, plus a little hint of Owen. I want to see a strong O-line performance, as relative of that, as that might be. I really do want them to have an outstanding performance, even if it is against a Wagner team that is hot garbage, okay? Do something, go out, and play a flawless game as an O-line uh, and show us that it is possible, even if it's a garbage game, uh, that you can come out and, and really have that solid O-line showing where you're consistently 
you know, protecting Schrader and creating holes for Tucker and doing the job that you are supposed to do as an experienced offensive line. Uh, I am not sold on them right now. This weekend is not going to really change that for me completely, um, but it is definitely something that can get worse this weekend in my mind. So I do not want it to get any worse in terms of my mental, I guess, confidence in terms of this O-line. This is a week where it can't get better, but it definitely could get worse in terms of my mental approach. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and nothing, I mean, yeah, can't really get all that much better. I mean, Syracuse is another week undefeated, but at this point, we're all expecting that. Uh, and it can only, if they lose this game, it's just catastrophic. So, and I, I obviously, there's nobody on the planet who expects them to lose this game except like the most diehard Wagner football <laughs> fan on the planet. But yes, I can hear it. We match up with them real well. You just you <laughs> exploit their weaknesses. Whatever right, it may so... be, ESPN, FBI, 99.8% winners. 499 times out of 500, Syracuse wins this football game. Owen wants to see a zero on the scoreboard under Wagner's name. I want to see two or less offensive line penalties. We will tell you what questions we have going into this game after this advertisement from Underdog. This episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up college football season. All right. It's very easy to use give you some examples on some bets you could have taken earlier in the season back in week one or week two whenever these teams played uh you could in a pick them for the for the weekend you could have taken unc quarterback drake may higher than 254 and a half passing yards against notre dame uh, or notre dame starter drew pine lower than 217 and a half uh, or Malik Cunningham, who played Syracuse week one, to have over 95 and a half rushing yards. But uh, that didn't happen. Uh, it's very easy to play and available in over 30 states. Just pick between two and five players across any team, not just your team, not just Syracuse, and decide if they will finish higher or lower. One of the easiest fantasy games to play out there, and you can win cold, hard cash in a single game. Sign up with the promo code LOCKDOWN and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get $100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store, Google Play Store. Uh, and that's fantasy. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code LOCKDOWN. That's one word, LOCKDOWN. Get in on the college football pick'em action today. Okay. Matt Bonaparte, Owen Valentine, back with you here on Lockdown Syracuse. We're talking SU Wagner going into Saturday on your Friday episode. Okay, uh, so we did what we want to see. Owen wants to see that zero. I want to see two or less O-line penalties. Let's talk questions now. Owen, what is your question? My question is, oh boy, thank you. Will a backup surprise us? Will I just a know you backup... so well surprise us i do i i'm blanking okay it's been a great day so we're gonna keep having a great day uh will a backup surprise us in this game right we've been talking about how much of a blowout this game should be and in a blowout like this uh we know we talked about our cop out don't get hurt all that you're gonna see the backups you're gonna see guys that are gonna have way more snaps in this game than we're used to seeing them with all likely in all likelihood and i think that gives you the chance for 
maybe a, a reserve player or someone that we're not used to seeing taking significant snaps, making a big play or two and sort of catching the eye. And that's something that I would be really interested to see in this game is to see who does step up with a little bit more run in this game. Or is that someone? Is it a couple of people? Is it no one? But I think it would be really valuable information to know like, hey, you know, this guy that we haven't really gotten to see a ton of is still, you know, outstanding, is still that guy or can be a bigger contributor to this team at different times. I don't exactly know who I have in mind to be that guy. Um, but I, I really am going to be watching those reserve cool. minutes or those later second half minutes to see, you know, who is contributing in this point. Will we get to see a little run out of Carlos Del Rio Wilson, get a little update on, on sort of well, how he's on. doing don't, and, you know, and don't, that don't thing. Don't go too far. Don't go too far there. Got another question coming up. <laughs> you tell your question. <laughs> My question, <laughs> coincidentally, is – do we see extended time from Carlos Del Rio Wilson? Uh, really interested about that. I'd love to see if we get to see uh, a half, perhaps, out of Carlos Del Rio Wilson. That would be really interesting. What I was going to say about your question is that the beauty of it is that you don't have to pinpoint anybody because it is... We want to be surprised. Is there a guy we don't know about that can play, basically? Um, yes. But my question is, do we see extended time from Carlos Del Rio Wilson. I don't know if we do um, because it seems to me like Dino and the rest of the coaching staff are kind of like, we don't want to take out the starters unless we are up a hundred points, but like they could be up a hundred points. So like yeah. maybe we will see them. Um, I don't, I mean, going back to the thing we said about before about how we wouldn't talk about injuries, like, I don't want to see guys get injured and like, obviously nobody does. So like, why not yeah. just throw in the backups and see what they can do against a team like this? Obviously not the whole game, but like if you're up 40 at halftime, let Carlos play. Like we saw one throw out of Carlos last week and it was like, yeah, granted he was like two feet over the line of scrimmage, but it was still yeah. a great athletic play. Uh, and I, I like watching that kid play. So I'd love to see what Carlos can do in this game. Yeah, this is a game where, you know, if I'm going to throw a few names out there, uh, and I know we just said that we're not going to do this because we want to be surprised, but I'll throw a name or two out there. Go ahead. Throw a name. Uh, I think we know I'm incredibly high on Jeremiah Wilson. I'd love to see him, you, are. you know, make a play or two or continue to play well. I remember that end of that UConn game, just him jumping in there and his energy was just absolutely electric and so contagious. Uh, it was really, really fun to watch. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to see him probably get in this game a little more. Uh, we talked about it, and this is not really a reserve or a surprise guy, but I'd be interested to see uh, like how Trevor or Trevor Pena is used in this game a little bit and what he can do. Uh, I know I'm not listing surprises yet, so I can be surprised by anyone besides those two guys. But those are like the two sort of non-major role guys that I am most excited for, and I think you know Jeremiah Wilson is just me being excited for the future and being hyped still from the one-handed interception from preseason camp and his energy and his just sort of electric play style has always stuck out to me. And then Trevor Pena, I think I have my eyes on just because of the key role he could play in this offense. And I think right now he's a lesser role in terms of involvement, but I think that definitely can continue to grow. And this is a week where you might be able to see some of the ways that that can grow with him. Sure. Um, I'd like to see Jeremiah. That'd be really cool. 
Um, but also, like, I love watching Garrett Williams just, like, snatch footballs out of the air. So, like, that's cool as well. Um, yeah, and here's a cool thing. Uh, Jeremiah can also snatch a football out of the air. Yeah, yeah, he can. Uh, and he is I'll the be... future, after all. So you're right about okay. that. Uh, I would like to see Jeremiah. He's cool. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what they do, especially on the defensive line, now that we know Tyler Lockett's out for the year. Um, because there are, what did I say? Oh, I said Tyler again. You know, he's on my fantasy team, so I've been thinking about him a lot. (laughs) Um, he's pretty good. That's worse that you said it. I at least am a Seattle (laughs) fan, so I have the out. You're just doing (laughs) fantasy reference. Yeah. Um, Terry Lockett out for the year. Here we go. Um, so the defensive line is now at a point where we don't know every face that's going to be there. Like we know who's going to play. Like it's going to be Jatius gear, Steve Linton, Kavon Darton, Caleb Okachukwu. But like, how about Chase Simmons? How about Elijah Fuentes Cundiff? Huh? But you haven't heard Elijah Fuentes Cundiff a lot. All right. Maybe he comes out and makes a play. Uh, you, yeah, you're shook that I went to Elijah Fuentes Cundiff right there. You're shook Owen. You're giggling. Yeah. Cause you didn't think I was going to expect you to say it six times. (laughs) <laughs> what about um not who isn't there a guy jaquez something jaquez oh um yeah it's dennis jaquez jr yeah dennis jaquez jr i was gonna say jaime jaquez but he plays for ucla <laughs> basketball i'm all out of whack yes. today um so dennis i'd like to see as well so uh there's plenty of options on the defensive line for your question but uh, anyway, my question, Carlos, go make some plays, kid. I want to see it. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, audio listeners, ads right here. Video listeners, you stay with us. Um, let's do predictions. It's prediction time. Uh, let me get okay. this question out of here. Predictions this week, granted, I don't know. I mean, we're both going to predict a win. I can guarantee you that. Let me just say we haven't been wrong all year. Isn't that kind of crazy? Neither of us have been incorrect on a game. That's nuts. Like, maybe you could call us homers for that, but, like, I don't think so. We're just right, right? It's kind of funny, too, because I, I predicted us at 4-8, and eight, and I predicted Syracuse at 4-8 and eight preseason. And yeah, but then I've you had saw them... the first game. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Never mind. What? Never mind. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. <laughs> now we're stealing each other's thunder. <laughs> you got me. All right. I also... Maybe I, I am wrong on this, but I have not seen a line for this game. Not that there could be one, um, but I am just curious to see, is there a spread anywhere? Um, I don't know. You're kind of like the guy. I'm on Action Network. You talk. Let me see. There was a one I checked this morning. I'm a good filibuster. Still nothing. Kind of thing. Still nothing? You can't Still find anything? Nothing. I saw uh, well, something anyway. today. I don't think it's correct. I saw 55. That can't no be No way. Right? There's no Someone chance it's that. 55 it... points. I agree. But, like, oh, hold on. Odd Shark. Yeah. 55 points? Hold on. Now it's disappeared. Where did it go? Come on. So I when mean, I, I click on the game, it doesn't appear. <laughs> um, right, well, that's weird. It says Wagner plus 54 and a half. Q's minus 54 and a half. All right. Um, I will say, what was the score when uh, they played them 2018? I think it was 62-7. Am I right in saying Is that? that? It? Um, um, I will tell it you was when... the first game I ever watched in the Dome. 
as a student. Was it 62-7? That does sound Yes, like it. it was 62-10. Okay, 62-10. Oh, you blew it. I did. 62-10. All right, Owen, what's wow. your prediction? That doesn't cover, by the way. Syracuse does not cover in a 62 Wow, that's nuts. <laughs> that's nuts. 54 and a half points is crazy. Now I want to reevaluate. All right. I'm going to say I'm going to go first. Did you have one? Since you're dilly-dallying, I'm going to go. Um, They're not going to kick a field goal. Maybe they will. Should I count for one field goal? Maybe. I don't know. I'm thinking. Uh, I guess I want to try and get this right. I'm going to say Syracuse wins this football game. 67 to 10. Wow, that's a cover. 67-10, Syracuse wins. Wow. I I I am on 51-7. Wow, they don't even score enough points to be eligible for it. Like they don't even have a chance. 55 points is a ton of points. Yeah, well, well, you want to know the stats behind it, Owen? Wagner hasn't allowed. Well, they've played one Power Five team this year, and they gave up sixty-six points. So, fifty-one-seven. All right, fifty-one-seven says guess. Actually, uh, oh, he's going actually. If you want some stats on uh, what they did last year, uh, let's see. Power Five teams they played last year. They didn't play a single one. They lost to Buffalo sixty-nine to seven last year, fifty-six-seven okay, to Fordham, forty-four nothing to Duquesne, fifty-eight-three. <laughs> they barely cover. I'll give him a, I'll give him a cover. Extra touchdown. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not caving. Fifty-one to three. All right, there it is. He's 51-3. I'm 67-10. That's it, okay? We will see you uh, on Monday when we recap. Before we go, I got to say, go get more on the ACC by making Lockdown ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Lockdown take you across the Atlantic Coast Conference in just half an hour. Make Lockdown ACC your second listen. That is Lockdown ACC. I'm Matt Bonaparte. He's Owen Valentine. Hopefully, we're coming to you live, probably not live, pre-recorded on Monday after a Syracuse victory. See you then.